there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're the punks. We're the punks. We're the we're the we're the punks. We're the punks. We're the punks. We're the we're the we're the punks. This is Hood Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Fred Von Ox from Bearded Villains. Listen to the Punk Corner every Thursday at 5 o'clock. Hey, fellow fit nerds. This is Monica Ellis with Superheroes Nutrition. So I'm here today to let you know in terms of maybe getting in shape, you love superheroes, you need a change in your life. I really want you guys to check us out. We have an Instagram. It's Superheroes Nutrition. I'm Wonder Woman on there, um, and I'm here to set the example for individuals who need a change in their life. Everybody needs some motivation. Everybody needs some inspiration. Check out our page. We have superhero workouts. We're going to be launching um, a brand new fit kit pretty soon, and we have a YouTube channel. So please check that out. Um, my email is monica at superheroesnutrition.com. So like I said, if you're looking for a change, you want to get fit, and you need some extra push in the right direction, then this is the cert- uh, certainly the place to get started. Thanks so much. What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags back at you with another edition of our All Angels Podcast. Joined as always with Daniel Garcia. And the season is over. 
So this is our uh, Aaron review show. We talked about it last week. We're going to get into our picks for, you know, uh, MVPs, rookies, defender, all that, all that good stuff. So we'll get into that. Uh, but, but before we really get into anything, we just want to, you know, uh, quickly send our thoughts, prayers, and positive vibes to the people in Las Vegas for the tragedies that happened over the weekend. Um, I mean, obviously, we won't talk too much about it because, you know, everybody knows what's happening. So, you know, uh, really just our prayers are with you all, the community of Las Vegas. Uh, anyone who listens to us in Las Vegas, we're with you guys. We can just, we can only imagine what you guys are going through. So our thoughts, our prayers, and positive vibes your guys' way. Um, let's see. Follow us on uh, or send us all your emails or your questions to the All Angels Podcast at gmail.com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail.com. We got a few uh, emails this week uh, regarding end of the year stuff, so that kind of that kind of helps. Uh, where can they follow us on Facebook and social media there, Dan? Yeah, at <clears throat> both Instagram and, and on Twitter. It's going to be Halo underscore Haven. That's on both Instagram and Twitter. So uh, check us out. Um, add us. You know, uh, slow time. So pick it back up again once we hit spring training and uh, everything. But, yeah, so... If you're ever on Twitter or Instagram, Halo underscore Halo. Cool. So, um, obviously, the season's over. The Angels, they were mathemat. Were they mathematically yeah, eliminated? Yeah. Last we- time we we talked Thursday, they were because I think they were mathematically eliminated on that Monday or Sunday. Or okay. Something like that. Okay. So, obviously, there's a lot of. Uh, I think now. People are starting to kind of question, uh, what are we going to do next? I know there's a little bit of news regarding, you know, whether or not Justin Upton was going to re-sign or not. Uh, what are we going to do at third base? What are we going to do? You know, are we going to pick up second baseman? So that was one of the, the poll question, obviously, was right. was what we we're going to do there. But uh, I don't know what you want to touch on first. Do you want to get into... Yeah, I mean, I can, we can go to the poll question first. Yeah, let's do that. Because, because it's, it, it's going to touch a little bit of everything we talk about today. So um, for you, uh, for people that are just listening for the first time or unaware, but um, during the season, I try to post a question on Instagram or on Facebook and on Twitter. And um, this week's was simple. As a fan, where do you think the Angels need to, like their first priority in the offseason, signing a free agent? And it was a, a starting pitcher, third baseman, first baseman, or second baseman. So... I was kind of surprised because when I first put the poll out there, I wasn't too sure where I was going to vote personally. <clears throat> but the public came back, and it was 69% uh, starting pitching, 20% uh, third baseman, and then uh, first and second base were just about the same at 5 and 6%. But I was surprised that it was that big of starting pitching. I personally picked third base. Um, I'm not sure... Where you voted on that? I I uh, I voted on the pitching, and I and I wrote a comment on the actual on the Facebook side uh, on Halo Haven. I po- I didn't want to be completely like obvious or go with what I, the obvious answers probably would be, but I was gonna go with pitching because I know that if we get all our guys healthy, we should have a decent rotation. But I just feel like you can never have too much good pitching, right? And the problem with this year was we had we we got hurt a lot, and we had to rely on a lot of up and comers, young young guys stepping into spots in a rotation that they weren't used to. I, I I feel that if we can pick up at least a solid two or three guy, it'll it'll definitely solidify, you know, Richard Skaggs, 
a really good guy. And then it gives you options at the tail end of the rotation. Right. And it even gives you options to the bullpen because, you know, maybe you can make one of the guys who doesn't make the cut a long reliever or, or, or whatever. He's in – or you start him at AAA, someone gets injured, he fills a spot right up. So I went with starting pitching um, just because of that. And I know that the, 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 the free agent market for pitchers, it's not as deep as we would like. I mean, there's guys like Arietta, uh, Wade Davis, guys like that. I'd say middle of the tier guy would be awesome, like a number two or number yeah. three starter. An ace, if you're if you want an ace and you want a guy like Arietta, you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of or, money. Or like the U Darvish, yeah. Right, or U Darvish, you're gonna spend decent money. And I don't know if the Angels are really wanting to do that. I mean, they they have options with what they want to do with their money. I went towards the pitching side. Yeah, I um, I went towards the third base side, and I kind of was torn going between first base or. Uh, uh, starting pitching and third base, just because, kind of like how you were saying with the pitching, um, you know, they're not healthy, they haven't been healthy, um, you know, but it's such a weird that you don't have a true test to what your pitching staff is, because like we said, they're not healthy, so for all you know, these guys could work out and be something, and you don't want to sink a bunch of money in a free agent, like you said, the free agent pool for starting pitching isn't great, I mean, like you said, you have a U Darvish and Arietta. Um, Cueto and um, Tanaka both have options, so they can opt in, opt out. Um, but that's about it. I mean, there's some okay people like a like a well, area has hurt. You Darvish is, you know, has had elbow injuries in the past, so it, it's just interesting to uh, to see what the pitching market's going to be. But we have some sounds from Epler on a podcast, the ESPN Baseball Tonight podcast talking about what they see for the offseason for the pitching staff. Cool. We'll play that now. Um, well, I think we're going to get a little a bit of an indication from, from Shu um, and JC, who are both, you know, guys that are going to end the year on the, on the disabled list. But um, they are, you know, or at least in Shu's case, is actually actively throwing right now, and JC will be behind him. So we'll, we'll get a little bit of an indication of, of – what we can expect, uh, you know, heading into spring training, just from a, a, a standpoint of, you know, who's going to be able, and if there's going to be guys, you know, within that group that are that are unable, you know, I mean, we will have uh, Nick Tropiano coming back. Unfortunately, we, we will have lost Alex Meyer for what what feels like it's going to be all of 18, um, or at least a very significant portion of that. Um, but we'll we'll have some some guys coming back. Hopefully, we'll get some good news as as you know, we get a little deeper into fall and, and can really assess, you know, the situations with with JC and, and Shu and, and, you know, the the indications right now are positive, but, um, but I mean, that it, it's going to be a depth game for us. And I don't, I don't think there's any way, you know, around that is just, we're going to have to show up in spring with, you know, eight to nine guys that we feel comfortable with taking a turn. And we'll probably have to grab a couple along the way, whether that's via minor league free agency or, a guy, you know, developing internally, such as, a, a, you know, one of our top prospects is a, a young kid named Jaime Berea, who's really made a name for himself and, and really moved through the organization, uh, you know, at a, at a pretty rapid pace this season. And, um, you know, and then we'll rely on some of the guys to come back healthy, like such as Nick Tropiano. So it, it's going to have to be a situation where, where we're, we're comfortable with seven or eight at least in spring training, and then looking for two, three, four more to emerge. And, and that's just our reality, and we can't be blind to that. 
So there it is. I mean, uh, he, he hit on a lot of a good little topics here, little points. I mean, um, I mean, it, he said he got to be realistic, right? Right. So, you know, with that being said, you know, where the pitching staff is with injury-wise, I on the vote, I picked third base just because offensively, I think the Angels need to pick, uh, try and get some kind of pop. Uh, third base production this year wasn't great. Um, they were 11th in hits in the AL, 10th in home run in the AL, 14th in the AL with RBIs, and then they had the 14th uh, batting average in the AL. So you're talking about all your major offensive categories for third baseman, um, the lower half of the AL. So if you can, and I know everyone thinks that Hosmer, and I, I would, you know, Hosmer wouldn't be a bad, um, a bad pickup for that, and, and you would have an everyday player there. Um, then you can go with the Valbuena Crone split at first base, so you can kind of get more depth there for that position. Um, but yeah, when I looked at the numbers and tried to break it down uh, by position, not necessarily by person, but by position, um, the Angels' third base production was really, really light, was really, really low, and. Um, in the season, so that's why I voted for uh, a third baseman. Cool. I mean, you know, third base. It, I was surprised with the with the the pot, the home run numbers, but then I realized Luis had twenty three, but he played first base. Yeah. So when he so, hits him at, on when he's on yeah. first base that day, the stats go to yeah first, first base. base. And Escobar was hardly there. Right. And so, like, in the flip side, if you go to the first base uh, production for the Angels, they're fourteenth, and these are all AL fourteenth uh, in hits. Eighth in home runs, so there's what you were talking about. Yeah. Eighth in uh, RBIs, and then 14th in average, so the average is low. But the main power numbers, RBI and home runs, are in the top half. So yeah. you know, if you get Valbuena there as a as a split with Crone, I think that those numbers probably maybe go up a little bit more. Right. Um, I'm not sure about the average. Maybe you like them to work on average a bit better. Right. But I think the power numbers with the I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility if you get both those guys playing first base and you can combine for an easy 30 hundred. 30 home run, 100 RBI season with, with those two splitting. I, I think that's possible. So, right. um, you know, I just think third baseman is probably the best chance you get again, an instant pop in the bat. Second base, um, free agency is not good at all this right. year. So right. that one, you'd be kind of just blowing money well, away. I'll, I'll quickly touch on something that uh, was discussed on the Halo Haven page on Facebook. Someone said, what if the Angels pick up a guy like Moustakis at third base, right? Yeah. And which is something you, you obviously would right. like. A guy like Moustak is at third base. What are they going to do at second base? I say Luis Valbuena has played 209 games in his career at second base, came up as a middle infielder. You can put you have options at second base if you don't sign a, a, a good everyday second baseman. The guy Luis Valbuena played 209 games there. I think he's played about 509 games at third base, about 100 and something games at first. So second base is his second natural position. Right. Um, so you, you have options at second base. So, like, you know, if you don't go out and get – don't go out and spend money on a second baseman that's that you're kind of settling for. Right. You don't want to do that. If you get a guy like Moustakis, then you have options at second. You have options at first. You even have options at different positions. And even to um, Pennington, Cliff Pennington, the utility infielder yeah. that the Angels have is now a free agent. Now, do you want to use <clears throat> Valbuena in that in that role where he's – Giving you know uh, second base a day off here. He's he's uh, a righty's up. So he's now he's at first base. Mustakas um, needs now a day off. You could put him at third. So now does he slip into that role where where now he could be the utility every you know almost every position on the infield to where if there's an injury you have at least a decent backup in whatever position it is. Um, you don't lose a lot if if someone needs a day off. 
So it'll be interesting to see how they're going to work the, that way. And again, you can find a middle, a middle grade, um, middle infielder, you know, to compete for the second with a second base job with, I'm guessing with Cowart because he did come up and you know, for his first, you know, fairly full season, we had over 100 at bats. You know, it wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. You know, he batted 225, um, three home runs, 11 RBIs, but. Um, you know, you kind of do want to see him uh, develop and see where where he's going to be. So yeah, and he could even be your utility guy. Right, you know? exactly. He plays third. He plays second. Um, you know, I'm sure in a pinch you could probably put him at shortstop if if something crazy happens. You could take reps there as you know for practice as the as the year goes on. So yeah, um, I think there's a lot of players where the Angels have right now where they can kind of move around if they don't land a big um, kind of middle infielder at second base. So that's not a to me, a big concern. Um, right. First baseman's again. There's not a whole lot of. Yeah, I mean, you got Eric Hosmer again. He's 28, so he's he's probably one of the younger options free right. agency wise. That's gonna he's gonna he's big money. He's gonna require big money too, and then you come into the situation where now you have three base three first basemans if you count pool holes. Well, even though he's gonna be your DH. Yeah, that's kind of regardless of what he's gonna do with the DH. Um, so now you have two first basemans. I don't know. If the Angels would want to carry two strictly first basemen, like you like a guy like Valbuena, where when he's not playing first, he can play third. third yeah. You know, I don't think Croner's ever played a, a position other no. than DH slash first base. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of how they feel about Croner. If they can trade him for, maybe you could trade him for, for a, a second baseman, for a second baseman, yeah. or for a up and coming, you know, middle uh, starting pitcher yeah. in the minor leagues. You know, maybe somebody you can develop. You can do it that way, and then you can go after uh, a Hosmer or something like that. But um, with the roster they have now, I don't think Hosmer would be a a big uh, big target. I think mostly they would be going over towards, I think, A, resigning uh, Upton because there's a rumor saying he might opt out, and then going after uh, Moustakis. The the uh, Upton thing is, is something with, you know, we were talking about it briefly off before the show started about how, like, you know, what, what it's going to require, what the Angels are going to have to do to get him. Um, obviously he's, he, if he opts out he's going to want more than 22 mil a year, cause that's what he's getting right now. Right. So just, you know, if he opts, if he opts in, he has $22.1 million for the next four years, which is really a really good contract. I, I personally think if he does opt out, he might be looking for a fifth and sixth year contract just because, uh, he'll be at the end of this recent contract, he'll be 33. So if he's looking mm. to play to his 35th, 36th season, um, that might be where his goal is to get one last big payday. Right. Because if he has a market in 33, he's probably not going to get more yeah. than a one or two year deal. So he's yeah. probably instead of trying to get, maybe get those one or two years now guaranteed and, uh, and go from there. But I, I just, the 22 million, I don't see him getting a ton more than that. He's never got more than that in a, in, in a season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But um, I think that should be the angel's priority. Number one, if he does uh, opt out of, the current contract he has right now. Yeah. Uh, Upton obviously is our, our key free agent. Um, I think the market for Alpha is you were, we were yeah, talking about. It, it's it, not very good. It's not. It's not. I mean, you have some guys that are going to be, I think, are going to get big money because of their name, like a uh, McCutcheon, like a J.D. Martinez, which the last month of the year in Arizona has killed it, and he's still rolling now in the, in the playoffs. So, I mean, other than that, you have – Batista, which you know has did nothing pretty much this year for 
for the uh, for Toronto, and they let him walk. Um, Jay Bruce, he's 31. He's declining offensively. Like a lot of these older players you're seeing on the outfield level um, are going to be like DHs or DH types, right? And maybe one or two years. And again, with the pool holes kind of sitting there, being your everyday DH because of the money you're spend he's spending on him. Uh, I don't see how they would fit in. So unless you go back to the um, – we were kind of joking about it, but if you go back and try to sign um, Maven again, because he's a free agent after he signed a one-year deal, or Revere again after this year, um, you might lose some pop, but at least you gain some speed and some able uh, – some base path uh, movement that I don't think you have really with an Upton. Right. And uh, one of the questions that was sent to us was from Rob Lastings on All Angels Podcast, or uh, is it All Angels Podcast on, at gmail.com. He asked, and, and we're talking about it now, so that's why I'm reading it. Uh, Upton may be uh, opting out, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not resigning. Should the Angels make a move at resigning him? Yeah. Yeah, I think they yeah. should. I mean, again, everything within a certain bubble, I'm not going to sit here and say throw all the, yeah, whole, no. the whole bank at him. No. Um, you know, if, if you're going to give him that fifth, sixth year as the Angels, I would like to see maybe a smaller per Ta- year. Tail end, yeah, yeah per, per year. year. Or um, the big front, money up front. Where front loaded. Maybe, yeah. maybe he gets $30 million the first two or three years, and then he's making maybe 15 or 10 yeah. in the back. Yeah, we don't three, want which, an I mean, Albert deal. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where they mess up with Albert. It's like, oh, we'll pay you this much, but we're going to backload it. And as yeah. a player, you're thinking, great. Okay, you know? yeah. yeah. But, um, again, and it, this goes with any free agent. Same thing with uh, Moustakis. I would love if the Angels signed Moustakis. But, <laughs> again, you kind of have to realize in sports and with money, um, free agencies are, are, are tricky. Like, I don't know. Me and Chris were talking about this earlier before you got here. Name the last great – and you can even broaden it out more towards this MLB in general. The last great big-time free agent signing any team's had. Like, yeah, you might get one there, one here, but for every one guy that did great on free agent signing, like, yeah. a, like a Cano or, or stuff that, like that. No one's even suspect. Yeah, yeah. so uh, for every one of those, you'll have a Gary Matthews. Where is this, now this is just going to Gary Matthews Jr., uh, Mo Vaughn. Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells, Josh Hamilton. So, you know, granted, the Angels did well with Vlad and with Tory, Tory. But other than that, you have way more examples of it not it working work out. out. So you have to be smart. I know fans are probably going to be pissed if, if wow, why we didn't sign anybody even though maybe their demands were so huge. So I like to keep everything within, yeah, you know, within within means. I don't think you back and, up the truck. And 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 you got to remember, guys, we're not a horrible team, so no. you don't necessarily have to make a large splash. You know, the O two team. Didn't make a splash at all. The biggest signing that year was Aaron Seeley. Right. And that guy didn't even finish in the rotation that season. So, you know. Or even if you look at now, um, Boston with David Price, they spent a grip load of money from him. Mm-hmm. And now he's coming out of the bullpen in the playoffs. Where when you signed that, you were hoping yeah. for him to be the number one or number two starter in your playoff run. And now he's a lefty specialist coming out of the pen. So yeah. I'm always wary about the free agent market. And, and maybe as an Angel fan, I feel like I got burned by it so many times that – if you were to ask me, who do you want? I'm like, go after the middle guys where you don't spend a bunch and maybe they give you um, decent years, good years, and you can fill the rest of the holes with a Mike Trout because he's going to be productive. Mike Trout's going to be productive. Yeah, he's no going to be Mike Trout. And yeah. then you look at the the rest of the year, like pitching-wise, pitching wasn't terrible. I mean, people want to say that, and I think it was more um, recency bias, like as far as maybe, yeah, the last month, month and a half wasn't great. But if you look at the numbers overall, 
Sixth best uh, ERA. That's pretty good. That's seventh good. best strikeout. It's not bad. Sixth best uh, best ba- batting average against. That's so, so middle of the road right there. Right, and that's with a lot of your guys not being healthy. Yeah. So for them to turn around and sink a, a lot of money into a U Darvish, a Arietta, those guys, you know, um, I, I I just don't see the re- return. I don't think the return. And again, it's always about return. It's how much you can get for what you're putting in. I don't think it's going to make, you know, clay buckles. Like, I, don't, I mean, I don't mm. know where you would look, uh, you know, so. I mean, go ahead and grab those guys for decent money. Not, like you said, don't back up the truck for these exactly, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, and return. Like, what do, you, what do you expect these guys to do, you know? Um, and nothing's written in stone. Like, you know, unless you're picking up. Clayton Kershaw, right? Or you know, like you're picking up a guy like Mike Trout, and you know what you're getting. Otherwise, man, you know it's not. It's you. You have to be smart about about it. So, uh, curator, what what is your uh, Angels yes. offseason move? Uh, what do you want them to get? Pitchers, third base, second base. What do you think we need to improve on, free agent wise? Obviously, second base, third base, pitcher, too. Um, as far as the free agents out there, there's nobody that's just, like, that appealing. I like the Luis Valbuena to second move. You can then sign a big-time third baseman. I'm liking that. I think that's the that's a position we haven't really filled since uh, Troy Gloss left. Ooh. I feel like we've just been in one of those positions. I don't know if Caleb Cowart's your answer right now. I love Caleb Cowart, but I don't know if he's yeah. full-time second baseman. But as far as free agency, I don't know. I'm not. Okay. I'm not feeling it. I gotcha. Yeah, there's not there's there's not one name that sticks out at you, and the one name that does is Jake Arrieta, and I and feel and he's injured right now. Yeah, too. and I feel like that's a real gamble because there's no doubt he's going to ask for big money. Right. And and with I just don't I don't want them to do that. You know, get more for what you're going to spend on one. I feel. I'd rather sign Mustakas. I'd rather sign like yeah Mustakas and sign a. A uh, JC Ramirez that you know yeah. is cheap. He can at the top. He can be a number two, number three, or a three, four starter. At the worst, he's a bullpen guy. I'd rather sign a couple of those guys, try him out. And this last year, and it showed. They showed that they can sign guys that people may have passed on or are willing to give away super cheap and turn them into something. I mean, even the bullpen. Bullpen people were saying they need a reliever. They need a closer. Maybe a closer. Maybe one of these guys matures into a closer. But bullpen-wise, they are the top wins in the AL, um, fifth best in ERA, and fifth most innings. So, you know, the bullpen's not that bad. Um, so I, I think bullpen is pretty – maybe you get one or two arms. I know a lefty would be great in there, yeah. a lefty arm. But, again, you have to kind of look at what's available. There's not a whole lot of lefty uh, bullpen relievers. Um, no one that's really going to be like – I think the average fan would – Get. Like I don't think you can throw out a name like a uh, Jake McGee or, or or Mike Miner or whatever. I don't know if anyone knows who those people are. So if they pick one up. Uh, he's that lefty specialist. That'd be great. <clears throat> I don't think any of those guys are really going to be requesting any more than maybe right. like seven million, six million dollars a year. Right. So options. The options for the Angels. I mean, they they got to be smart about it. I mean, we I'll repeat that a million times because you know you just don't want to. Uh, uh, spend your money and then you're scratching your head going why did we why did we spend the money on this um so quickly just looking and i i want to touch on something that you know we got to look at bright spots i mean obviously the angels right. 
for me, they overachieved this season. They played better than I thought, considering all the injuries that we've had. We talked about it before. A, a, a sort of a bright spot for me, guys, and I know it sounds weird, but when you look at the numbers at the end of the year, Albert Pujols finished with 100 RBIs again, which is like kind of weird. Yeah, because I feel like he comes up in situations where we need him to do something, and it feels like he doesn't, like it, he doesn't come through. But then you're like, wait a minute, he had four RBIs tonight. Yeah, I think that goes back to kind of what we're saying with free agency is like, depending on how much you pay a guy. Listen, if you're paying Albert half of what you're paying him now, and you've got this production, you'd be happy with it because you're you're, you're kind of paying. That's what know, I was going to touch on. Yeah. 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 But if you're sitting here paying him, you know, well, well, this year was twenty six million. Then yeah, you expect more. But yeah. if you're sitting there, you know, giving him fourteen million, then you're you're you'll take what he's doing exactly. You're you're uh, twice judgment. on a Sunday. Yeah. Exactly. Your judgment changes. So you know, it, again, that's why free agencies. I feel like Angels have been burned too many times to <laughs> to, to just start backing up the truck on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so you had a um, you had a a soundbite by um billy epler epler yeah this is um again from the espn baseball tonight podcast with buster only and uh he had epler on there with the first time you heard from him earlier that was him talking on and this is the same uh podcast that's late, a little bit later on and they're talking about pool holes and what they expect from him in the off season and, and what they can expect from him you know going into going into next year okay so i'm gonna try to play this i think we're still recording Something happened to the computer here. It like went blank on me, but we're still live on YouTube. <laughs> um, dude, I don't know what it what happened here. Went blank on us. It says record on there. I don't know what's going on here. <clears throat> Technical difficulties. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. 
a performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> 